a first relegation six-pointer, and only one team maintains their 100% start. Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. You are. Yes, mate. Yourself. Yes, very well. Enjoying a lovely bank holiday weekend. Yeah, it feels good. Extra, extra day. We had nice. the usual, um, the annual Jim Hyde festival. Yeah, it's become <laughs> Jim's festival. But yeah, uh, Queenshead and Boreham, obviously, yeah. lovely, lovely pub, and yeah, always a good day there. And yes, yeah, sort of become Jim's, Jim's event. But not very good. Yeah, as I rocked up at upper six, I was met by a gleaming Jack, <laughs> smiling ear to uh, ear <laughs> after he had seen a, a two-all. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Spurs win. Arsenal Spurs win. Arsenal so. draw. So, yeah, it was always good. Always a good day. Man. No, it's all good. We are actually recording this on Sunday night, literally half an hour, an hour after the Liverpool, the Newcastle Liverpool game, shall I say? Yeah. So a little bit of instant reaction on that. Yeah, a bit like a Gary Neville yeah. podcast <laughs> with Martin Tyler. But this will be still sent out on your usual Monday night, ready for your Tuesday morning, because I'll be off on holiday on Wednesday. Yep. Yep. We do have a podcast lined up while we both of us are away, but we'll keep that under wraps yes. until you until it comes out next week. Yeah, we've got plenty plenty in store for you. But let's start with the teaser this week. And then we'll then we'll run through the the show order. West Ham beat Brighton for the first time in Premier League history and the first time since two thousand and twelve when they won six nil in the championship. Oof. Can you name any of the goal scorers? Twenty twelve. I can give it a good go. Remember that one year they're in the championship. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so the schedule of the show will be: we're going to start with a bit of Arsenal chatter. Obviously, we normally do on when do we normally do the podcasts on Mondays, so we don't talk about the Monday night of football. But we thought whilst whilst we're here doing a bit early, we might as well touch on the Monday stuff. There's a refereeing decision mm. that we can talk about now and then later on in the show. <laughs> then Griff and I went to Arsenal-Fulham at the weekend, so we'll talk about that experience and the game and Jack's thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Brighton, West Ham, and then on to Newcastle versus Liverpool, ending the show for usual team of the week, winner and loser, and a prediction for next week's games ahead. Right, should we move into <coughs> the Monday night game that yeah, was? Start with Arsenal's week, basically. And it's this like the first from the Monday night. It's more, it's more about the decisions really and the the controversial, well, wrong, not controversial, the wrong decisions that were made or have been made. Um, Arsenal, yeah, one nil win away at Palace. I think I saw something. You, it might be your. It's the first time back to back or three times in a row for. So many years away at Palace that you've got to win and must be back to back. Yeah, I think it's back to back for the first time since 2015 or something like that. Mm. Obviously, a very, very. It's considered a tough away game Monday night as well under the lights, all the rest of it. But I wouldn't probably jump ahead, but it was just a steady. For me, watching it was just a steady performance. You weren't exceptional, but you weren't obviously you were far better than Palace, and I think they obviously know that anyway. But. And yeah, it was just a steady performance, really. You 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 rode the wave of going down to ten men and a, a bit of pressure from Palace. Obviously, you were already one up, and yeah, it was. No, it, was, it wasn't. You were pretty six, seven out of ten, but you were obviously more than good enough to win the game. Yeah, I think up until the red card, we had him at arm's length. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've literally got those words. Yeah, um, got him at arms. Kept Palace at arm's length. If you think in the first half, I know Palace had a, a couple of chances, mm. but Inketi hit the post, mm. missed a glorious chance for a one-on-one. Martinelli missed a chance in the first minute. Mm-hmm. 
Then we got the penalty. Penalty for you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, I was looked up as going, yeah. I was thinking like, no. What yeah. was your thoughts on the, the party block? Oh, the, no, that's the rubbish, yeah. No, was, it's a penalty. Like, yeah, when you watch it, you're biased and you're Tottenham or you might be West Ham fan, whatever, no. So, yeah, the irrelevant, if you're really concerned about that, the player's never going to get near the ball anyway. Mm. And it's just not anything, to, it's not a foul, it's not It's not any contact, it's, yeah, it's, the the foul from the goalie's definite penalty. Yeah. yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. And then I think I, I was pretty. Arsenal deserved the lead then, mm. and I thought this will hopefully we can see this out. Maybe make a couple of subs and get a second, and that will be yeah. that be it. Because Palace, like I said, there's normally a tough place to go, but this mm. year they haven't done great in the transfer window. I don't think. And at the moment, they only have every, everything go through Eze. Yeah, I think Eze fact, had, he had three shots Zaha. in the first half, which yeah. is a lot. And he had every time they got the ball, all they did was pass to Eze, pass to Eze. And if they could, and if Arsenal could nullify that, they nullified Palace in in a sense. And when Tommy Asa got the first yellow, I think it's harsh. Someone needed to be booked in that yeah. in that instance. That that's the yeah. main issue. Someone yeah. needed to be booked, yeah. and he probably wasn't the person to be yeah. booked because Martinelli had the ball, time wasted for ten seconds, yeah. whatever it was. Then gave it to Havertz, mm-hmm. who probably was the worst offender. Yeah, who then gave it to Tommy Asa, and as Tommy Asa threw the ball, he blew the whistle and yeah. booked him. And that's exactly that. He's the he's not going to book three players um, for time wasting. It's just Tommy Asa, basically the scapegoat, who just like you're. You're the example, right? You're getting booked, and yes, I'm, I'm not. I don't disagree with the booking, but yes, Tommy Asu only spent whatever ten seconds, whatever it was, twelve seconds. But it's because his team has time wasted the whole time, so it's, he gets the brunt of it, and he knows that they're time wasted well. So it's not. It shouldn't. It definitely should have been a yellow. As simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got too many issues on that yellow card. It's the fact that the only issue there is. He probably wasn't the one that should. It should have yeah. been that. He should have possibly not. Yeah, he should have stamped down. The ref should have stamped. He should down have stopped it. when Havertz got it or yeah. had it. He should and went to throw it a lot. He should have blown his whistle, booked Havertz, mm. carried on with the game. And then about five yeah. minutes later, Saka had the ball turned inside, and Ayu pulls mm. him down, pulls his shirt. It's one of the ones I didn't think it was a yellow card at mm. all. A second yellow because he's already been. Oh, he's already been booked. A second yellow. I thought that you can't. Yeah, the, the commentator does the old. Oh, got to yeah, be careful yeah, here. Got to yeah. be careful next here. Next one, next one, next yeah. one. And I think he knows that, and the ref sort of talks yeah. to him, and that's that's fair enough. But then, literally a minute after, Ayu turns Tomiyasu, mm. and the lightest of lightest yeah. touches brings yeah. him down, and the ref sends him off. And mm. it's like for such something so so pathetic mm. in them two instances is a red card, and yeah. I don't believe it should be a red card, and I might be biased, but. I think it's so soft. Yeah. And then you look at today's example. It's a prime example. It's mm. exactly the same. And more contact. Yeah. And he doesn't send him off. Yeah. Because on, of the time yeah. of the game. On the Tommy Asu one, I, it's weird. But when I watched it, I thought, oh, that's a fact. Like, it's a classic. The, the defender's been spun. Um, and the, the attacker gets away. He's obviously yanked him down or trips him up where he's done. But So, in that instance, I can understand the ref in the moment live then yes it looked like a foul I'm, I suppose I'm sort of answering my own question and what I'm going to say and sort of correcting it but you it was just yeah when you watch it back it's it's not absolutely pathetic it's absolutely pathetic but you can't when it's a two when it's two yellows and it equals mm. red they can't go back and change it so I'm sure the ref would have looked at it again and said well that's nothing it's absolutely never a foul didn't touch him whatever but in the moment, I watched it and I was like, oh, it's definitely, definitely a foul and that's definitely a yellow card. Send him off. But yeah, it's a, it is a pathetic 
it's, no, it's just not a foul, is it? It's never, it's never it's a just, foul. It's just pathetic because of red card. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. To yeah. do, you've got to do some damage to be sent off. Like yeah. the, the worst thing, the worst offence a ref can do to a player is send them off. That's the good, and that's like the ultimate punishment yeah. that a ref can give you. And that is what it's yeah. for. Yeah, and like you said, you you mentioned it, but Trent this morning or uh, this afternoon, he he should have been sent off. Just should have. And his his second yellow is such a more of yeah. a barge than. And but I don't agree with his first. Like the, like the little chuck. I thought he got fouled. I, I'm pretty sure oh, he, he got did shoved. get fouled. Yeah. yeah. And then he's thrown the ball, and uh, the, the new rules. Basically, the new rules. Excuse my French. I try and use better words on here, but he's a load of bollocks. The mm. the new rules are rubbish. They've just. They've made a very difficult job even harder, um, and that the they're trying to snap down at the descent and the throwing the ball away and all the rest of it. But how can you control it? You can't. That's never going to stop. And like you always say, Tate, but you just want consistency. And you've got mm. literally within the same week of Premier <laughs> League football, bang on. Yeah, you've got Monday night that happened, okay, but then tonight, a couple of hours ago, totally opposite, and Trent plays the whole game. Yeah, it's just yeah. You wanna you want consistency. You want the if that's a foul, that's gonna be a foul. If that's a yellow card, that's a yellow card. But chopping and changing it up and down the country each game is it's just gonna cause constant mm. abuse and arguments. And yeah, the refs are never gonna never gonna win. The issue they have, the refs gonna have now. I agree. They need to do something to stamp down with the time wasting. Mm. And I think the adding on of time is very good. Is a good addition to the league. Mm. But where they're going to have problems now, they're going to have to make, and this sounds stupid, they're going to have to do their job more. They're going to have to make more decisions mm. and more match-changing decisions. Whether this time last this time last season or whatever, Tommy Assey wouldn't have been booked initially. No. And neither would have Trent initially. Mm. So that takes out two massive decisions that Riff has got to make. Yeah. He, he doesn't have to send either of them off because none of them would have been booked in the first place. Yeah. But because they've now made these rules to try be more strict and take away that bit of petulance mm. and stuff and you could even we'll go on to it but the maybe go on to it now but even the it happened with Arsenal Fulham yesterday with the Fulham sending off mm. Bassey's first booking was for supposedly time wasting and we'll go into it in a bit but yeah it's just another example it's happened twice with Arsenal in two games and mm. um, yeah uh, Liverpool Newcastle today is just yeah. so there's a very fine line I think this is where players get frustrated with the term. There's two terms, whether you want to class them as time-wasting. There's time-wasting, and then there's slowing the game down. Mm. Where, obviously, you're not going to be... If you're 1-0 up with 20 minutes, you're not going to be sprinting to get every single ball, no, every throw in, no. and you're going to take your time and relax. And it's what they would say, oh, get, your, get your captain involved, get your leader, and slow the game yeah. down. Yeah. Take take your, take yeah. take a minute to think. Yeah, and but I now players are getting booked for that now. And yeah. that's the... And we... Like Tottenham done it at Bournemouth in the, it was a nothing moment, but the ball went out for throwing in the first half, I think, and Adogi went down and Danny shoelace, and we were winning the game at the time. But that's just a simple. It's forgot, totally forgotten about now. No one, no one even thinks about it. But that little moment wasted a few more seconds. It seems seems very childish and pathetic, but yeah, that that all adds up and it gets you through the game. But yeah, exactly that is there's time wasting. There's there's gamesmanship and all the rest of it. Um, yeah, I just think the refs of or not the refs, but the people in charge of the PGMOL, or whatever they're called. It's just muddied the water even more, I think. I've got a quick stat to tell you, and cool. then we'll move on to Arsenal for them. There have been nine red cards already this season. Have they? And there was 30 the whole of last season. Blood, yeah. And there's been full, I saw something, 14 yellows already for descent and all that. Mm. 
within yeah three three game weeks. It's just mad, isn't it? That's crazy, yeah. So three points for Arsenal against Palace. Mm-hmm. Meant they won two out of two, and they went into Saturday's game against Fulham, looking to get three three wins out of three. Mm. Um, first and foremost, no issues getting to the ground this week. Good. So <laughs> nice they they changed their um the whatever the system, upgraded yeah. the system. The new was it thing still the same way, like you had to. Still the same way, but I had issues getting my pass because it was in the expired passes, and there's some oh. glitch apparently that Arsenal then sent an email out about, and yeah, <coughs> they're trying whatever. Yeah. It worked better this time. Everyone was in time for kickoff, and kickoff kicked off at three o'clock. Arsenal had made a couple of changes. Trossard came in for Inketia, which mm-hmm. wasn't best pleased about, mm-hmm. but I thought he'd probably make a change. And Kivior came in for the suspended Tomiyasu at mm-hmm. left back. So. Party continued his hybrid right back role with Saliba, White and Kivior, and then the team was unchanged except the the swap out of Eddie for Trossard. And most importantly, Fulham brought in Paulinho for the for his first start of the season. He'd been mm. out, he'd played twenty minutes last week, I believe. Yeah, and Bassi, with, Bassi was the same. He, and Bassi came his in his first yeah. start as well. Uh, he he'd been injured with his arm. He did his arm in mm. pre-season, didn't he? And in typical Arsenal style at the moment. <laughs> mm. I'm sure you got the stat when you the, the yeah, three gone. You conceded after 53 seconds it was. Mm. And I think it's Arsenal have conceded in the first minute of three of their last nine home Premier League games. Mm. And it's the, we're the first side in Premier League history to concede three times at home in the first minute in the calendar year. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That, that, yeah, Obviously it's never happened. You're the first side. so. And like yeah. I said to you yesterday at the pub, we are basically starting off a game with a score yeah. handicap of minus one yeah. and it's backs against the walls already and you don't you don't need that added pressure on you all game I know it's game week three and it's just yeah. it's sort of beggar's belief because when, when it happened you, I looked across and everyone's like really again? <laughs> yeah I suppose it is and the players must they obviously yeah. know they have that feeling They Odegaard does the old classic he's only, he might have done it three times yeah. now when he winds his arm up yeah, and try yeah, to get the crowd yeah. going again cause I, and it's a bit motivational but it's it's got to stop it. No matter how good At least you are. I, I, yeah. I know the old cliche is, oh, it's the best time to concede because mm. you've got the whole game to go. But really, like, no, yeah. fuck. You'd, you'd uh, excuse r- me, but fuck me. Yeah. Stop conceding. <laughs> you the worst thing. Not doing it, the worst you? thing is, well, weird kickoff. Yeah. Granted, this goal was a bit of a freak. Yeah. Where Saka's made a horrible pass. Yeah. On matches they basically that uh, it was Danny Murphy said that. Have you seen the goal back? Yeah, yeah. Pereira goes, oh, he's mishit that. It looked, yeah, they said. I that. think he's clever because. I don't really bend the goalkeeper too much because he's not expecting that horrific no. pass. No. And I would say 99 times out of 100, the player clips goes for the clip yeah, over the top. And that's where Ramsey's gone up, back. And it probably ends up in the goalie's hands. And but he's over. gone for the reverse, sort of yeah. gone for the near post. And it's a lovely, lovely yeah. finish from I, I reckon he, yeah, from exactly Pereira. What you're saying is that he's shaped to do that, but then disguised it and tried to, mm-hmm. obviously, and scored. But... Yeah, it was just sacking it. It was a poor mistake. And basically led to, like you said, Rams that being caught out and just a bit of a shambles start to the game, really. Pre-season Perlo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Lovely finish, finish yeah. He does, has a few, for Fulham, he, um, he does love a little goal and assist from corners and whatnot, Pereira. And for a neutral, it's bang game on, on yeah. game on. Yeah. And it didn't really change the start. Arsenal then dominated the set, the first half and had a couple of chances Matches they didn't actually show a lot of the thing. Odegaard had a goal ruled out for offside. Yeah. Flash score gave it for some reason. Because <laughs> it, got, it got ruled out straight away. 
We had a couple of flashes across goal. Saka missed a really poor header. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jimenez had that outrageous attempt yeah, to that the over over kick. Really, oh, very close. It would have been brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, world of a goal. But I was really, really had it in my head that we needed to equalise for half time. Because mm. then it just otherwise makes an uphill battle even harder going yeah. into the second half. Yeah. But we didn't. 1 0 half time. Going into the second half. Bang on half time. Oh, sorry, bang on half time. Move it in just before it kicked off. Eddie came on for Trossard. Yeah. Didn't have his great game, Trossard. Who the, was through the middle? Trossard? Or? Yeah, the issue oh, I had, because really? Trossard isn't a centre, he's like a false nine. Yeah. And against Fulham, who want to play that low block, yeah, you can't replay. We're not good enough yet to play that false nine. And he yeah. was coming out, and Havertz wasn't coming in, and it wasn't quite working. Mm. Neither the number nine sat there at the top of the yeah. top of the diamond, basically, to occupy him to and, occupy yeah, space exactly. and be if they're going to be running in behind and cutbacks. And I'll get on to the the the, the next tactical change we made <clears throat> because then. Havertz got a bit of a stick. A bit of stick. We made some awful pass, but he needed just to turn. He wasn't having a good game at all. Mm. He got hooked just before the hour, and Fabio Vieira came on, and then Party came off for Zinchenko, and we went back to the back four, which we're accustomed to. There must be an issue with Gabriel somewhere. Why he's not playing? Yeah, was well, was he in the squad or? Mm. It was been on the bench for the last three games. It must be like it must be an injury or something, surely. Or he's well, there's actually, a Saudi like, Saudi score. talk. Really? In the background somewhere, but surely Arsenal can't sell him. Surely they can't. Surely he doesn't want to do that yet. You're in a club that on the up. <laughs> and he's, you can throw enough money at someone. Yeah, they can. very true. There's something not quite right there, So, but mm. it is what it is. But as soon as Zinchenko came on, and if we had won the game, I would be pushing for him to be in the team because <laughs> he was absolutely really? superb. And so was Fabio Vieira, to be fair. Yeah, I saw a lot of people raving about him. Because Vieira... I'll, Hold my hands up, but he had a horrific season last year. Mm-hmm. And I gave him quite a bit of stick and was like, I don't really know what's he good at. Where's his position? Where's he going to play? Mm. He's not good enough to push Odegaard yet. He's not a winger. He can't play on the right, but he played in that left central midfield role. And he played a nice one two of Martinelli, who then got brought down for the penalty. You know, that penalty took like, six minutes. What to take and finish all this? Yeah. So, obviously, definitely a penalty. Yeah. Awful tackle. Definitely a penalty. And then Bavar were looking at for a possible offside of Martinelli who would play the ball, but they didn't even mention that match today or on the no, YouTube highlights that I watched back. But it took ages to do it. And then Odegaard had the ball. And then last minute gave it to Saka. Yeah. Saka put it down. He went to run up. And then the ref blew his whistle and was like, no, 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 the ball's moved or something. Oh. Put the ball back. And I'm nervous enough watching Saka's penalties <laughs> as it is. He yeah, didn't see it on the highlights, so anyway. No, they don't. That's what I was, Saka scores, that that's what I was yeah. a bit bemused about watching yeah. the match today, but they didn't. I suppose didn't put the, they, I know they don't put the filler yeah. in, but it was like there was. Then we show a five-minute clip of it. There was a bit more drama to that penalty than yeah. than what it looked like, and he sent sent Lana the wrong way. Of course, he sent an ex-Arsenal goalkeeper the wrong way. Yeah. At penalties we don't they don't no, save penalties. No and then with I think that was in the 65th minute with 25 minutes ago we were right, we're going to get this now. Mm. Within five minutes, the ball worked its way out to what's his name, Fabio Vieira, mm. whipped in a lovely ball, and my man Inketio in the room. Lovely but finish. I, I only not. A, it's a what I was saying. This. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Arsenal played on, didn't they? Through because they the Fulham centre back was down. Play acting. Well, yeah, maybe. It was absolutely but, fine. No, 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 no. But which is something that Arsenal have always done, and I've always whenever you play Arsenal, it always happens, and it is one of those things. But what not f- cook the ball out for a not head injury? 
Yeah, no, no. It's, it's such an <laughs> answer. No, it is. That answer is exactly why Arsenal always do it. Always about foul. However, Leno had the ball in his hands. Fulham had the ball. He's seen that his players down. They've carried on the game, lost the ball. Arsenal scored. And it's probably, it must be, might have happened before, but probably the first time it's actually worked, I'd say, in inverted commas, for, in Arsenal's favour of scoring a goal. But yeah, again, Leno had the ball in his hands, carried on. Somehow they lost the ball. It's a bit of a mess. And yeah, your man, Eddie, steps up. Well, that, that goal typifies... Sorry, I feel like I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> that goal typifies what, what, not why we signed Rice, but Rice was so instrumental in, instrumental. instrumental in winning that ball back straight away. At a, yeah. In while well, Fulham had it in their like little yeah. area, played it to Vieira, whips it in, and yeah. Eddie, and it's a bang, bang, bang goal. Place erupts. Mm. But then that's the difference with a striker on the pitch. Yeah. Then having Trossard, Trossard might have been on the ball. He might have been dropping deep and doing whatever. Mm. And Kessie was thinking, right, I need to be near that goal. I'm going to score. And yeah, there he was. And he's had a really good start to the season. He should have scored against Palace. Mm. Granted, he missed two good chances. But two starts, mm. two goals. And he won the, won the penalty, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, won the penalty. Against Palace. In Ketty, in the room, your defence is in trouble. <laughs> 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 um, and then I think you and every person in that ground thinks Arsenal are going to go on and, yeah. and win this. Yeah, and but even at, even at, um, when you equalise, it's just not classic. But yeah, it's like you saw Forrest at United. It's all right, they're 2 yeah. up, but... Like you said earlier about them scoring that early, a home team when they're a big, when they're one of the best in the league, Arsenal, United, there at home, you just expect them as soon as they get a goal, right? They're going to be on top. It's going to be constant barrage, and all right, Arsenal went two one up. You just expect oh, they're going to win three four one. Mm. Um, but yeah, very different. And then Fulham had a cross which Arsenal headed out. Uh, Fabio Vera actually cleared it, came to Eddie, knocked it past Calvin Bassey, who just just blocked yeah, him just off. Straight block, yeah. That's the yellow card. Yeah. Second yellow card offence. He's off. And then everyone's rubbing their hands. Come on, let's make this three. Yeah. Let's, let's close it out. But I will actually say, I know we all probably say this when we're watching TV and we're nervous in, in, our, in our watching our teams. What's it to Griff? It's going to be another goal in this game. I don't know where it's coming, but there's <laughs> going to be another goal with like five minutes to go. Mm. Because I knew there was going to be eight, nine, ten minutes added on. Yeah. yeah because yeah. there was an injury and then... There was, like I said, the penalty off, yeah. took so long yeah. to give, and the whole process took like seven minutes. Yeah. And then it was because fair play to Fulham. When, so when they went two one down and the red card, they didn't then bring a centre back on. They just left it mm. and thought, right, well, we need we need to get a point. Yeah. And Zinchenko mucked around for it in the corner, gave away a silly corner in the end. Cross cut corner came in, failed to clear at the mm. front man, and then Paulinho's volleyed it in. Great finish yeah, to be fair, but awful defending. It was and. Saka scored the penalty, but I, I, you were there watching, but he looked like he had a pretty poor game. He did have a pretty poor game. Too, so. The first goal, obviously, the terrible pass, and then even the second goal, he, it was actually him that Palina jumped in front and, and nicked in front and scored. So Saka is at fault for both goals, which is unheard of, really. Like, he's not... Because, interestingly, he didn't look... <laughs> at 2-1, he looked a bit like he'd taken a knock, and I, we were mm. sat and I said, I would probably take him off. Mm. But he chose to take Odegaard off and bring Jorginho on to shut up shop. Does also make sense, but obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. When it went to two one, we were like, we, we got no creativity now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you made that. You made that sub to, like you said, shut up shop. And I, I personally would have bought on Reese Nelson, like for like, and hit him on the counter attack or something yeah. like that. Obviously, I'm not the manager, but it was frustrating. We thought, here mm. we go again. But we did have nine minutes, nine ten minutes still to get mm. another one. We had a couple of chances here and there. 
Fulham nearly won it with Adama Traore running I was, through. I was about to say, your mate played, didn't when he? When he came on, I thought, oh, How God. weird does he look in a Fulham kit? Like, why 11. is he there? Why is Adama Traore But he's a cheat code, though. That, that Saliba is such a cool, calm, yeah. collected, but he was flustered, yeah. man. When he, when he got put through... Yeah. But then that, he, just, that is Traore in a nutshell. Mm. Rapid, quick. Um, I said it on match day, like, let, they let go of their sprinter or something, and he was off. And it was like one-on-one, on one, and like you said, it was a big moment, mm. and... Obviously, his, all, his end product is 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 terrible. The finishing, crossing, passing, wherever it is, he's he, yeah, he's just rubbish. And that was basically all she wrote mm. to all. And it felt it felt like a sucker punch. I know it sounds ridiculous three games in, and it felt oh yeah. that was we shouldn't have we shouldn't have drawn that. That was big two points drawn. But then you you mentioned it on the way here, but um, City today they they nick it two one. Three out of three. Yeah. And Arsenal, Arsenal, like, yes, you haven't lost um, in your first three, but that is two points dropped, essentially. And Mm. it's the way it is, whether it's uh, Arsenal, City, Liverpool, whoever's going to be at the top. We didn't drop any points in our first eight games last year. Yeah. And that was a a catalyst to why we had a good season. Yeah. City, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but City now are top by two points. Mm. Game week three. Will they be knocked off top spot again this Mm. season? But I think only they can only do it themselves. There's there's no reason for them not to be top. For I know, the whole do, year. do you know how ridiculous that sounds? Yeah. But it's like, or, or do we? I d- yeah. You don't want to sound like a giving up already, but it's just it's mad. Yeah. But that's the animal you're up against. Yeah. But on the on the flip side, obviously it's a long season. We know that. Mm. And Sheffield United gave as good as they got today. Mm. And another day, well, another day, Holland scores his penalty, mm. but it just felt. I've seen a lot of overreaction on Twitter Arsenal fans meltdown yeah. and this and that but like you said a couple of weeks ago we've got United up next then Everton and then I think Spurs Yeah, three big games United at home is going to be a massive game doesn't matter what form you go into it you yeah it's a good time yeah. to play them as well they they don't look great and yeah it, just on a personal <coughs> point I want that back four back of Zinchenko That's Gabriel a, yeah. Saliba Ben White mm. then have the midfield of Rice Odegaard Parte. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I said to you before. But go back to basics. Yeah, that's not me personally. I, they might do whatever they want, but my point is that probably the most neutral and honest I can be. But I think Arsenal fans, whether it's yourself or thousands that talk about it, but I think Arteta is obviously trying to implement a new style and a, and a new way of playing, and it seems a bit almost clunky, and it's not. You haven't started. Uh, brilliantly and not on fire and destroying teams like you like you seem like you were last season but and it has um, Havertz hasn't quite happened yet it hasn't quite taken off Timber's out for a while which is a big blow um, and yeah Party's in that new role and like I said the Rice is new to the team but I think Arteta's just figured out a new tweak that he thinks will improve your side essentially that's all, that's all he's trying to do and a lot of fans obviously they like you said you, you want the back four you want the three in the middle and you know that will work and that's brilliant but Last year, it didn't win you the league. It, you finished second. And I think, don't be honest, you want to win games and you think, right, just play that. It works really well. But maybe he's thinking, right, what those tiny little margins, that tiny little thing that will improve us, I think mm-hmm. this will help. That's, this is yeah. our tech, like This will help us. And maybe in a few weeks, if it starts clicking, like, oh, bloody hell, we're brilliant. Mm-hmm. This is this is, this is is uh, exactly what we want. And maybe our tech is just doing that. And he knows he can fall back on the back four and... Yeah, that's exactly... He, basically... He can, he can switch out. Yeah, it's a really good point. I think basically what he's looking at is last season we did 
95% of the work with that yeah with that four Zinchenko got injured and Zinchenko will get injured again and Zinchenko won't play every game this season that was our only way of playing last year when Tierney came in that left back role which just didn't work yeah so he needs another way of like I said he's creating a new formation that he mm. can play when Zinchenko can't play or mm. this player can't play which hopefully over time will, will blossom and I think against Forest, Palace and Fulham he think he th- probably thought he could get away with exactly, it and not yeah. working 100% yeah. against Man United probably not yeah I think yeah you might see United you, you'll start four at the back and party back might be back in the middle of Rice whatever it happens and yeah you'll see that again but then he might just be thinking right Man City how do we beat Man City how do we beat Pep's Man City and mm. he might think this is this is the way forward but I think yeah it's very very early and there's a lot of frustrated fans but because they know how good you can be in that, mm. that normal that, what happened last year basically and you can dominate teams. and the the expectation is now through the roof mm. that's that's the issue but yeah. Yeah. I think that's enough on Arsenal for me yeah that's fine have you got anything else to uh, Saka 83 games in a row yeah, record now. That's in involving. It's not eighty-three starts. Yeah, but yeah. He, I think it's eighty starts out of the eighty-three. Bloody hell! So yeah, club yeah. record. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's which is I, nuts. Isn't that it? is yes, absolutely ridiculous. But he does play every game. He just yeah. I'll go into another on another episode why mm. he plays every game. But he's my best yeah. player. But but like you always say about the the fitness and that you talk about Zinchenko. You just said there mm. he's playing, but you know he's going to get injured. Whereas mm. Saka has been absolutely fine and obviously. Mm. Again, inverted commas, but lucky and mm. he's fit and strong and all this fit. So, yeah, 83 games is ridiculous. And it probably has been 83 games since West Ham beat Brighton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely has. What yeah. a massive win for the huge, Hammers. Huge, huge win for the European champions. I for one, and I think you for two, <laughs> did not see that coming. No, that's, yeah, I've got it here, but... Wow. Everybody knew, and even obviously West Ham fans and West Ham more than anyone, but their record against Brighton is awful. 12 games, six, like you said, six losses, six draws. Yeah, they just, they are bogey team or they're cursed or they just never get a result. It never goes well, but yeah, it was totally opposite um, yesterday. It's one of them ones where it's a sucker punch for Brighton because they were starting so well. Mm. Two wins out of two. Can they make it through? Arsenal obviously didn't make it three. Mm. Can they make it three and go top? What a statement that would be. But an early goal conceded, sloppy goal as well. Yeah. Antonio bustled through, and then it comes falls to War Prowse, who has two bites it, and then finishes it off, gets his first goal yeah. for West Ham. And it, it gave me a little bit watching it back. Sort of, excuse me, I didn't actually watch it live. A bit of the the Everton game, you know, when Everton went mm. there and got that early goal, and it yeah. sort of took them by surprise. And Brighton probably thought West Ham would come here. We beat him all the time. Yeah, we can walk this, we'll and it'll be right, a, yeah, be a exactly. walk in the park. And Brighton just the Brighton had a lot of chances, and it was where's that stat? I've seen it, and it was like West Ham had thirteen passes, and yeah, well, Brighton I, had. I saw that on it because it popped up, but I've got here in the whole game. West is that the whole game? Uh, yeah, West Ham completed thirty-one passes. Yeah. Thirty-one passes. Brighton, Brighton had eighty percent of the ball. Yeah, and yeah, West Ham thirty-one passes completed. West Ham second lowest amount of possession in a league game, and a, and for a team to score three goals. 31 completed passes like you just think about a game of football and the stupid how many passes do the back four do like centre-backs to goalie goalie to, just irrelevant passes Rodri oft, often has 80 in a game doesn't yeah he? just but they're probably 40 of those between him and the Kanji and Stones but yeah th- 31 there's 
there's plenty of ways to win a game of football, and that is a that yeah. That's prime that Moyes ball, though. Yeah, that is exactly that. Fantastic, Ridiculous. though. Brighton did have a good few chances, and Ariola made some cracking saves. Mm. I thought, and in, most importantly, at important times, mm. just before half time, just after half time, especially that header from Ferguson early yeah. in the second half was a great save. And then West Ham made it two, with Ben Rama lovely crossfield pass onto Bowen. Outside the left foot touch, outside the left foot finish. Yeah, great good. finish, great goal. Took it like took the ball down well, didn't it? Mm. Just slotted it in. It was yeah. Scenes good. in the away end. Yeah, bones on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, well at the end of the game, by the end of it, they're top of the table, weren't they? Eight eighth day in the history mm. they've spent at the top. Mm. Eighth. That's mental. And three nil and it was another good goal. Yeah. Bowen lovely but he was he caught it from the right hand side and played it into Antonio. Antonio stopped the season well. Yeah, every year this seems to happen. Yeah, they to cry so out for a striker, true. and he'll always do enough. Yeah, just he's a, everyone's against him and says, "No, he'd rather get him out." But yeah, exactly. That. He just does enough for a little bit, and then he, he probably till January and he's forgotten about, and he's like, "We're doing all right, we've got Antonio." And then by the end of the season, it's just a vicious cycle that goes round and round. And then obviously, Pascal Gross got a, um, yeah. a consolation at the end. I wanted to ask you a question, Jack. Mm. Last week, you said you were not impressed with West Ham after the victory over Chelsea were you impressed this week <laughs> <laughs> West Ham I'm sure the West Ham fans listen they they are not concerned about my opinion about West Ham but I, I only saw the highlights but yeah that's that he's a good win isn't it but then again what a week yeah uh, what a week Chelsea 3-1 yeah West Ham th- uh, uh, Brighton right. 3-1 well like I said top of the table he's probably got the bubbles out and like you said, a few shirts in town this morning. Oh, there were. There's <laughs> so I was walking through town this morning, went, went to go get some breakfast. The irons were out. There were, there were shirts, four or five claret shirts out in full force. Not, I wouldn't say I'm not, I'm not impressed, but like this, I know it's not about stats. So I just explained it when they won the game 3-1, but at, uh, spending the game having 20% of the ball, that, that must have been painful. I know you you won the game 3-1, so what are you talking about? But, that can't be good to watch at all. That can't be enjoyable, whether you're winning the game or not. They just can't be. True. But then Moyes' team have never been a one to get on the ball and play. No, yeah, exactly. That. But also, that's great. That's a great result. But they've got Luton away next. They they could easily go there and lose that without without even thinking about it. You think? Yeah. Are Luton going to pick any points yeah, this no, year? That's, no, but that's a... That's a t- that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even mean... West yeah, Ham yeah. fans will say that's typical West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, started yeah, brilliantly, yeah. seven points, beat Chelsea, beat Brighton. Luton away, oh yeah, we'll, we'll just, yeah, they'll lose that, but yes, it's pretty mad, it was a mental game. There was a slight bit of controversy at 1-0, Paqueta barging into the back of, I can't remember who it was, potential penalty chat match there, I thought, mm, you've seen I him given. Yeah, didn't really take much notice of that, to be honest. I'd like to see. What, I'd like to know West Ham's opinions on what they thought of that, whether it was soft, but I think it's one of them ones that the ref gives it, it ain't getting overturned. No, yeah. Brighton, one <coughs> defeat in the last nine home games. Mm. That was obviously the the, Eston, the Everton one, sorry, I mentioned earlier. And West Ham only won three away matches last season, and it's their first win against Brighton in the Premier League history. So they're already a third of the way there. Mm. Good start for West Ham so far this season. Yeah, you can't very good. Very, very good. They've signed Kudos as of today, I believe. Has it done? Yeah. Mm. And that's the thing, though. So Kudos... They've brought in... James uh, Prowse yeah, and, and Alvarez. That's it. Yeah, for I think it was two million less than Declan Rice was sold for. They've yes. rebuilt a 
two midfield and a and a winger. I think I think Kudos is a winger. Arsenal are after him. Yeah, he's, he's a bit attacking more attacking midfield. Probably can plan a winger or a fit. Yeah, and like that, the Mexican fella, is it Alvarez or? Yeah, Alvarez. Yeah, yeah. Edison Alvarez. I think he it is. he might be really good. He might be really rubbish. But that plan of okay, we sold our best player, Rice, hundred mil, whatever it was. We need to go and get two or three good players. That's an example of what's happening. It's a good plan, and yeah, you, time will only tell if it if it's worked out. But yeah, Warpouse put a, just fits West Ham down to a. Yeah, team. I'm not his biggest fan, but he's for West Ham. He's perfect. Yeah. He's going to get goal involvements minimum 15 every season. Yeah, and he's got three already in two yeah. games because he, pl- he now at West Ham who are they cause teams problems all the time. They might they might finish 17th, they might finish 10th, but. They love set pieces, corners, free kicks, all the rest of it. Warpouse will be all over it. Yeah, he'll, he'll love it. I think they probably they do. I know we have sent measure. They probably do need a striker before the end yeah, of the I season. I don't think you can. You can't go. No, can't go a whole year. Antonio, with Antonio again. No. Not in again. All the cups they'll play, all the cup games they'll play. Yeah, no especially way. yeah, especially they're in Europa now. It's another yeah. step up. You just need Antonio might be your starting striker, but you just need someone else to chop and change it. Yeah. But Luton away on Friday, they win that. Ten points out of the first four. No, Moy's out still. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, now the the Moy's out cries are probably quite. Be careful down. what you wish for. Yeah. Yep, and that's that's been a slight again a slight dig. I can't always compliment West Ham, <laughs> but spent basically twelve hours top of the prem, and it's all over everyone's social media and the photo of Moy's in front of the table, the man mm. you wanted out. So, but yeah, you can't complain. It's seven points from three games. Brilliant start. Yeah. Brighton away is like I said it's their first ever win there yeah but that is almost like classic Brighton isn't it there that is why they are they were brilliant last year but that's why they are where they are alright they've yeah. never lost to West Ham but everyone's banging on about them and rightly so they were brilliant at the start at the first two and then yeah, they've just got beat 3-1 at home they made a couple of changes that I thought was a bit odd Milner right back mm. that signing it's not on paper, it's one of those ones. Oh, it's clever. You got yeah, the experience. experience. Yeah, he's not a Brighton signing, though, is no. he? No, and he's not a Brighton right back, is he? He's yeah, his legs are gone for a right back. But Brighton as well. They're a young, yeah, energetic side. The Deserby plays a, a modern way of football, and yeah, Milner at right back just doesn't fit the fit the mold. Yeah, he's not one of these young players like you said. They've been bringing through like no. Tariq Lamperty. Yeah, is he still there? Is he on loan somewhere? I'm but sure. I imagine he is, yeah. but he's always injured, isn't he? Always injured. But that's the sort of right back yeah. that I picture Brighton having. Yeah, quick, f- up and down up and that down wing, constant, bang, bang, yeah. bang, causing you problems. I don't think Milner's causing no. the team problems anymore. He's a fan, no. been a fantastic player of the game, but not maybe not now in 2023. No, no. I think they got a bit of success down that side as well, but it is what it is for so the Hammers. Oh, voice Ooh, <laughs> My mouth is so. My voice is. My throat so is so dry today. I don't know what it is going on. Probably, well, it's probably all the shouting we did yesterday. Yeah, and the, the dinkulaka. Yeah, a lot of dinkulaka last night. A lot of Eddie chanting. And, <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, because normally we have an extra day to recover. Yeah, yeah, true. From, no, the, from the weekend, it, yeah. from the weekend antics. <laughs> right, should we move on to the final game yeah. of the weekend? Yeah. yeah Super yeah. Sundays. Finale of mm. Newcastle versus Liverpool. Before I get onto anything to do with this match, <laughs> thoughts on Peter Jury? Jury, as a commentator, does, does he not? Do you not? I think he's fucking class. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say. I, I don't know. People have sort of become. They've got like a massive thing about commentators of late. But yeah, I don't know. He's just I don't know. He's I know amazing. you really don't like Alan Smith. But yeah, I don't like <laughs> Alan Smith. He's 
he's awful, biased, terrible bloke. But um, yeah, I don't know. Peter Drew just he's good. I don't know. Yeah, he's just fitted. He's what I like. He's, he's he fitted in, and he's a professional. He's a yeah. he's not trying to be Carragher or yeah. Neville's mates. He's not trying to lick up to them. No, true. And because. Tyler to the end of his days was getting a bit too pally pally with them too. No, he's and, all right. No, but it was just it was irritating <laughs> watching him smooth up to Neville. No, oh. Tyler was good. No, he, yeah, he was good, but not in his later days. He was smoothing up to <laughs> Neville too much. No, yeah, Jury's. I, I don't mind. But Jury, no, it's ultimate. Yeah. He's got. He's got. He hasn't blurred the lines between colleagues and friends. Yeah, Carragher Car- and Neville are colleagues. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like. I really like Carragher and Neville. You know, yeah, I do. I'll, we'll get onto it about what Neville said today, but yeah, I'd I like it. I like them all. I guys. do, but the commentator should be so neutral. Yeah, it's a joke. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I like, that's why I like the. Is it Stephen Fletcher on um, BT? Darren Fletcher. Or, yeah. Darren Fletcher. Sorry, yeah. Not, Darren my, Fletcher, not yeah. my mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really Fletcher like Darren Fletcher. Yeah. On TNT. He's really good. Um, but I also hate Sam Matface. Oh, yeah. When he commentates, he's terrible. He gives me um, Jake Humphrey vibes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jake Panel vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jake Humphrey vibes. Of yeah, Jake Humphrey. Yeah, just definitely. a privileged... Yeah, yeah. Privileged nobody, smut. Absolutely nobody, but... Yeah. yeah. No, I'd, yeah, Jury, don't mind him. He's all right. Right, let's get into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Nuke, did you do a... Did you use the free £1 Build-A-Bet? I didn't, know, but it was on... This game was on Super 6, and I said 2-1 Nuke. 2-1 Newcastle yeah I had Newcastle I had Trent to be carded Ooh, should have been sent off yeah so as you touched on earlier first yellow yellow or no I wouldn't say it's yellow but if again if that are the rules now then fine that's the, that's mm. a yellow card do it second yellow two has minutes to, later yeah it has to be in isolation forget the second yellow yeah. it's, it's a yellow card isn't it yeah, yeah definitely and the ref has completely Bottled it, but in the same instance, mm. he's created Rod for his own back in yeah. the in the first dance. He's yeah. booked him early for petulance, but really, yeah. But they are the new rules, and he ha- he has to go. Yeah, and that's if, the, that's if Tommy Asso goes, like you said, yeah. it was six days earlier, yeah. he has to go. And that's the problem with the this again the change in slight rules or the new rules they're trying to the refs are so focused on the time wasting the the descent the whatever it is throwing the ball away how they're speaking to the refs that's fine. You can't then just change the way you ref and decisions that you should have made because you've booked him so early on for for throwing a ball. Mm. And like you said, if you take take that foul, whatever it was, that's a yellow card. It's just a it's a one of those professional fouls, isn't it? And yeah, it's just straight. It should be a red card. Well, you said it a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's true how this will happen. You'll see a couple of these now. Fast forward to Christmas. Yeah, you'll see less and less, mm. and you'll see. It. More descent getting away with, mm. and then come the end of the season, it'll be gone. But the first few weeks, they always go like 150%, yeah. and it's like, crazy. Matt, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 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 And then they realise, actually, no, we've set the, remember they did the VAR, we've set the bar mm. too high now. Yeah. They bring the bar down, and it's. Yeah. And probably now, think about it, but we've got international break in yeah, like a that's week. It, or that's two. it, perfect, perfect. Yeah. And they'll, they've got a week and a half, two weeks to go over stuff, and they'll come out, they'll probably release some dodgy statement, and they'll come back, and it'll suddenly be not normal, but it will change again. and Tomiyasu now wouldn't have got sent off for that or mm. Trent might have got sent off for that you know what I mean it's just yeah they'll have a little break and they'll Howard Webb will fucking get his ruler out and start smacking them and yeah they'll they'll, they'll change their, their ideas again moving on to the first goal Trent mistake or Salah bad pass 
Oh, Trent. Yeah, Trent's had a stinker today, hasn't he? That's what then, I, I've got my notes here. I just said about Trent. I just said Trent's stinker. Yes. Yeah, Gordon awful. come through. It was on his left foot, brought it onto his right, yeah. brought it back on again, and a lovely finish. I wasn't confident in him. I'm not saying I support Newcastle, but when you when a player runs through, you're like, oh, do you, you sort of get that feeling? I didn't. I didn't really know what he was going to do, but yeah, very good finish. First first goal of the season for Newcastle, I believe. No, did he score? No, he scored the first game of the season, I think. Might have done. Might have done. Though. Very good. He played very, very well today, slotting it past Allison, who's very good at one-on-ones. And then the next controversial, this first half went off. Yeah, it was chaos. The, we were watching it. I was uh, watching it with some of my mates, and yeah, it was like we just said, but the refs had a nice little bank holiday weekend, and his Sunday's just been torn apart in about half hour. Isaac gets played through, brought down by Van Dyke. Red? Yeah, red all day. It took me a little while. I won't, I won't lie. I put it on the chat. Red card question mark. I wanted to know people's opinions before. Yeah, yeah. Just to get an idea. And I was like... Nah, it's a red. Because I, I was looking at Van Dyke's body reaction, body language, and he was fuming. And I get it. It, it. it is soft in a sense. Because he is last man. There's defenders covering round. He has denied a goal-scoring opportunity. I, I just... This, Oh, it's a red. He goes. He goes through the player to get. I know. Gets the this ball, sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but I'm saying like orange card. Like it's, <laughs> it's no. It's a red. It's a red card. It's a red card for me anyway. Yeah, I, I, I have probably come to the agreement. <clears throat> it is a red card, but I just think it's. I don't know. I just I find it soft to an extent. What as in the the, foul the challenge? Itself. The challenge mm. is he's made an attempt to play the ball. I know he's yeah, gone yeah, through him. Yeah, but he's gone through the player to get... The and he's though. fouled him, and Isaac would have been through, and he could have yeah. had a shot on goal. I just, I, just, I don't know. There's something in my gut. I'm just trying to think. Nah, yeah. For me, it was yeah. red and just classic Liverpool. And Van Dijk, yeah, just moaning her head off. Klopp going mental and the other people around him going crazy. Yeah, just classic, mm. classic Liverpool. And he soon uh, whipped off Diaz and brought Gomez mm. on to shore things up. What a save from Allison! Yeah, joke. from joke save the from Almiron. Almiron, yeah, yeah. volley. Yeah, it hit brilliant. the bar. He pushed it onto the bar, didn't and he? And then whacked it, clawed away. it out. Yeah, it was very good. Fantastic save. Newcastle had a couple of more chances. They brought on Harvey Barnes. So, but seen a bit of stick on Talksport for his subs he's made. Apparently, mm. so, Tanale came off as well, didn't he? I believe. Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't agree with the Isaac sub taking him off and then putting Callum Wilson on. Mm. I don't think it really worked. And then Klopp got to about twenty minutes to go, and Klopp. Rob the dice. We've got nothing else to lose. Made attacking subs. Brought on Jota. Brought on Harvey Elliott. Brought on Darwin Nunes, man of the moment. And swapped the centre-half over. Put some youngster on. Who was on loan at Joe Barnes. Bristol Rovers, I believe. And it soon worked. You had the yeah. ball gap. It came a ricochet off the back of the defender. Nunes... Yeah. One touch, bang, into the corner. Really good finish. Emphatic yeah. finish. Celebration. You say it meant a lot to him. Yeah. You see he's got a lot of passion there. And snatch and grab. Ten yeah. minutes to go. I think it was the 82nd minute. 81st minute he went through. He'd been on the pitch a couple of minutes. Mm. Smashed it in. Ten minutes later, Salah plays him through. Mm. He's literally the same finish. Smashes it in. Instinctive finishes. Good when it Really good. And a good pass from Salah. His run, Nunez's run was perfect. Allowed him to basically run onto the ball with his right foot and... Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Darwin, uh, Darwin Nunez, Nunez, sorry, double. Very, very. A thing good. on Nunez, I'm not comparing the two players here at all. So, but just hearing out what I'm about to say, he seems a bit of an instinctive finisher. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe not the smartest footballer 
and someone who I watched very closely for years, who I put in that category, was Theo Walcott. Mm. Give him too much time, he'd be Bad awful. News, yeah, yeah. But if you played a ball through to him, he's got to one it. touch and whack it in and finish, he was your man. He was just instinctive. He just he's just opened up for him. But if you yeah. played him through, and he's got the whole, he's got you know twenty yards to run into, and then the foes like that though. The foes that yeah, like, get him. They want a bit. They want a yard or two. Just whack the ball mm. at the goal, and that's Nunes' goal. He. Mm. He did, he did have time to think about it, but he, he just thought, right, I've just got to run and smack mm. the ball into the corner. And where he's so good, obviously he's professional football, he's such mm. a good player, he must do that day in and day yeah. out in training, and it's just natural. He hasn't had to think about anything as he's taken, no. he bang, that's yeah. the finish, in off the post, and there's yeah. no keeper in the world that saves that, because it's no. so far in the post, bang. Yeah. And, and obviously he's got the confidence from the first goal, to then do yeah. the second goal. Yeah. And maybe, again, like so many players and footballers that come to the Premier League, but takes them longer than six months to a year and maybe this season he might he might pop up with 15, 20, who knows how many goals he might mm. score. Well, interestingly enough, he hasn't, I think he started any games this season. No, I think that's, yeah. Maybe yeah, he started against Chelsea, I can't remember, but in the last two games he's found himself like fourth choice on the bench because Jota's come on, Ooh. Diaz has come on before him, uh, Gakpo's been playing. He's got the number nine shirt now, so maybe this now is the time he kick-starts his Liverpool career, like you just mentioned. Yeah. Some players take a year to um, to bed in. And there's obviously a player in there, but we shall see. But I was saying to you earlier, wasn't I, about how funny football is. And this is why we love it, though, because Newcastle would have been six points, good start to the season, bounced back from the unfortunate defeat to mm-hmm. New, uh, Manchester City last week, and Liverpool would have been in disarray with four points out of their opening three, losing to Newcastle in yeah. a pretty drab drab way. Yeah. And within five minutes, it spun around in its head. Liverpool have now got seven points, same as Arsenal, mm. Spurs, West Ham, uh, West Ham etc. Yeah. Newcastle now have three points. Yeah, lost back teams haven't lost yet. Lost back-to-back games. Mm. And now, yeah, like you said, that looks terrible. Newcastle, like you said, one win, two two losses back to it. Yes, it's City and Liverpool, but that looks really, really bad. Now. And they're the teams they want to compete against. Yeah. And it's, it's just, but that's why we, yeah. li- that's why we love it, and that's why it makes and breaks our weeks. And Newcastle were on top of the world, and everyone oh, loved Newcastle it. had that chance when Harvey Barnes should have squared it to Wilson yeah. and see it off. And but then, like you said, talk sport. There's fans ringing up, not saying sack any how, but they've got the raging up about his decisions, and they're frustrated, annoyed, but. Not basically ninety minutes before the game, they're over the moon, and here we go, Newcastle again. But yeah, it's just crazy what it does, what it does to people. That is football, though. And bring it back to yesterday, we we're on the train home, bit of a sultry mood, and Griff just leans across the table and goes, "Take me back to that Eddie goal." <laughs> <laughs> but that is football. That is yeah, the that jubilation should, yeah, yeah. of why. Why we're doing this podcast, yeah. why we are obsessed of it, and why it takes over our whole lives, it yeah. takes over our weeks, for that one moment of jubilation, yeah. that goal, mm-hmm. you're hugging strangers, slapping people on the <laughs> back, <laughs> I was slapping the bloke next to me on the back who was a Fulham fan, he just sat in his seat, and I was like, <laughs> I think he then clocked that I clocked that he wasn't yeah, celebrating. Yeah, yeah. But you don't think of anything, if all life's stresses yeah, and worries, dumb. that yeah. is it, that yeah. is the moment you pay your money for. Yeah. The goal, you think the winning goal, yes, three points, yeah. here we go, three out of three. But then, obviously, the, the equaliser, and that brings all the emotions, and then you want to go again next yeah. week, let's get it back. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. But that is yeah. the game we know yeah. and love. Um, anything else to add on 
No, no, not yeah, not on the we don't have too much about the the Newcastle game. Just obviously more. Yeah, we watched it earlier. And more of a reaction to it, but yeah, nothing really. Right, should we move on to the team of the week? Yeah, let's do it. So, goalkeepers, any sport for choice this week? Mm. West Ham fans, we've gone for a fan vote here. Yes. We couldn't, we couldn't be split. I thought Ariola was absolutely superb. Yeah, I think he made nine saves as well. Yeah, he did play nine saves. And then Jack mentioned Jose Sarr, so I was like, I haven't heard much about mm. this. Watch match today. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> My <was>. God. <laughs> he was very good. He was very good. We touched on Everton's dross finishing last mm. week, and I won't go into it this week, but what a save from... Yeah. yeah fantastic. So this yeah, is... The yeah. vote is up to you. Yep. It's Ariola versus Jose Sarr. Um, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, the first defender, we've gone for Destiny Adogi from Spurs. Just, yeah, another good performance, really. Got got an assist for Kudazefsi's goal. Yeah, he just looks like a real player. Um, again, 20 years old, but yeah, Adogi, first defender in. And got an assist, didn't he? Did you mention Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, got the assist and kept a clean sheet. Um, yeah, Bournemouth, yeah, very, very good performance. And our second defender, Matty Cash. Two goals for Aston Villa today. It must be the first time he's ever scored a brace. Yeah. I am throwing that out there. I don't think he's known for scoring many braces. In a 3-1 win against Burnley, mm. if you're right back scoring two goals, you're in the team. It's pretty, like, I don't know. Maybe they were expected to win, they probably were, but I don't know. I feel like that's quite a good result at Burnley for Villa. I don't well, I think we mentioned it on maybe podcast two, and I think people said that, us included, I don't think many people had or have Burnley in their bottom three to go no, down. no. Really? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Like, are they, are they zero from zero? Uh, let's have a look. Who did they play last? Oh, they didn't play last week, did they? No, they so they're are, zero from two. Yeah, two from two. Yeah, so two games, two losses. Yeah, yeah. They were meant to play yeah. Burnley last week, weren't they? I think. Yeah, they got Spurs. Uh, play play Luton last week. Yeah, got Spurs at home. Uh, the second. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, again, it's, they've got thirty-six games to go. There, I mean, yeah. they could be absolutely fine. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a. Obviously, Villa will be happy with it. That's a, that's a good result for Villa. Moving into midfield, um, I watched him live yesterday. Paulinia, absolutely superb. Mm. He yeah. is a very, very good central midfielder. Mm. I did raise my eyebrows when that price tag, when West Ham put a bid in for him, mm. and they were like, 80, was it 60, 70, 80 million? Yeah. Not that, but I think that's why he's not going anywhere, is because the price is absolutely ridiculous, but... He's so crucial to that Fulham team. Do you remember last year he got suspended and missed a little bit for mm. injury? And I remember Arsenal actually played them at Craven Cottage without Paulinia. Mm. Paulinia is it Paulinia? Paulinia, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, Paulinia. And um, they were crap. But him coming back in, and they were crap last week against um, Brentford without him. Yeah. And he comes in. No disrespect to Harrison Reed, but he's yeah, not streets players, above yeah. him, isn't yeah. he? And he yeah. just. Defensively was just a rock in there. Great tackles, mm. back backing up his centre halves when when they tucked in and came yeah. out, and then, what, to, yeah. and then to get the equaliser and a note for me aesthetically pleasing because I was right above the goal, an elite knee slide. Yeah, it was. you he see did. that knee slide he went straight off the pitch, didn't he? Yeah, wow, and he's yeah. he's timed it perfectly. He's gone. He's picked up so much space, yeah. so much space, so much pace. Yeah. He's nearly crashed into advertising holdings. That no, was good. In while tapping the chest. Yeah. Oh, great, great scenes. That no, was good. He was very um, good. He's hi- everyone was raving about him, wasn't he? Mm. Highlighted on Match of the Day and the rest of it. Mm. Yeah, very good performance. Uh, next one, we've gone for Raheem Sterling um, from Friday night. I think he's just started quite well, isn't he, the whole mm. season in general. But, 
Yeah, got he scored one goal? Two. Two, he scored two on Friday, did he? Yeah, he's just good. Good performance. Looks, yeah, looks like a a far better player under the new new mm. Chelsea side. Yeah, back in the groove, maybe. Mm. And then a man who was in his groove on Friday, uh, Saturday evening, mm. sorry, Jared Bowen. Bowen's on fire. Mm. Goal and assist, lovely goal that we mentioned earlier, and yeah. a l- lovely assist and goal and assist, and we got to get a hammer in the team, yeah. hammer in the title. Yeah, otherwise we'd have get some, we'd have some angry people. He deserved to be in there, and I think he leads the line of that team quite well. Yeah, just to run through that again, Ariola and Jose Sarr. This is the fan vote. We haven't actually put the vote out there, so by the time the podcast comes out, that will be announced. I won't even try and pronounce that right back. Adogi, Adogi, <laughs> Matty Cash, Paulinia, Sterling, and Jared Bowen. Right, Jack, do you want to kick us off with your winner of the week? Yeah, um, fits quite well with this episode, but my winner of the week is James Warprouse. Um My winner and loser are pretty simple, there's not much to it, but yeah, Warprouse, two assists in his first game, uh, obviously a goal yesterday against Brighton, and yeah, good start for his new life at West Ham. Um, yeah, like you said earlier, West Ham, good good week for West Ham, but yeah, I just picked out mm-hmm. Warprouse for his um, assist yesterday, uh, sorry, goal yesterday. I've gone my win of the week, Leicester City, making it four wins out of four in the championship after a two-win win against Rotherham, the only team to do so. The mighty hole up next. Yes. Um, Don't great sleep start on the Tigers. Great start to the new season for them. New manager in charge, obviously new players in, mm. in there. I think Leicester are a reasonable, likable te- likeable team, aren't they? Mm. I think I'd like to see them probably get bounced back up again. Yeah, they, so. like we said on our our brief championship episode that. They've just got a good squad, mm-hmm. full of far far better than championship, and maybe with that new manager and all the rest of it, like we were saying, something different, new ideas. Um, yeah, they might come straight back up. Mm. So that was my winner. Do you want yeah. to feel loser? Yeah, my loser of the week is Lee Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> um, the former, as we speak, the former Hibernian manager. Was was it today? You sacked? Yeah, this morning. This morning he was sacked. Um, Hibernian have started the season in the league, three straight losses, got battered by Villa midweek in their conf- uh, Europa Conference qualifier. Um, there was a lot of, lot of chat, and we obviously follow, I say follow, but we keep an eye on Hibernian's results of late. Um, and yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of talk and a lot of um, amino- amin- aminist- oh, aminist, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say there, I'm just not going to tell that word ever again, but... It was a lot of build up and a lot of yeah, a lot of fans were building up their anger and yeah, Lee Johnson woke up Sunday morning sacked. He stormed out the sky interview yesterday, didn't he as well? Oh did he? Yeah. Oh I didn't see that. My lose of the week. You mentioned them earlier. The P G M O L. And that stands for the Professional Game Match Officials Limited. <laughs> I'm not Limited. gonna go into it completely yeah. but they are completely in the mud after Mike Dean's comments. Yeah, yeah. They organisation as a whole needs to be sorted out. The standard needs to be raised. Now isn't the time to go into refereeing standards and that. But if any of you know the Mike D comments, the whole organisation is in the mud, and they are my losers of the week. No, I like it. I like it. He's come um, out and tried. To, sorry, tr- Mike Dean's come out and tried to defend himself in the end. Yeah, he came out because the word of, you said the word mate and all the rest of it. Oh, just absolute clown. Yeah. Right, Jack. Do you want to quickly give us go on flash score and yes. give us a yes, yes. give us a team to predict next week? Yes. Hang on. Um, we both picked Hibs to win 
and Hibs lost yeah. 3-2. Hibs lost, they haven't got a manager, so... So, didn't go down too well. Right, so it's on the third... Right, right, right. Saturday the third, <laughs> we're going to go for. Let's have a look. Let's have a, let's have a quick look. Saturday the second. Saturday the second, sorry. We're going to go... Oh, FA Cup this week. Oh. FA Cup qualifiers. That's got to be done. Let's see if I notice any teams. Is it, what was that, round one? Oh, must be. Or is so there two of the teams? It's, it's qualification, so it's, yeah, it's, it could be the first round of qualifiers. Uh, um, Anyone in there takes your fancy? Mm, there's a lot. There's a few in there. Hang on, sorry. <coughs> right, we're going to go keep it local. Where they go? Biggles Wade FC. Who? Are at home. <laughs> To Moldham Titchery. Okay. Yes. Biggles Can Wade FC. Biggles Wade FC. Against Moldham and Tiptree. Okay. Who are you going for? Uh, I'm going to go Biggles Wade. I'm going to win 3 0 oh. against Moldham and Tiptree. I'm going to go 1 1 FA Cup replay. Oh. Big. Can it end 1-1? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It said a draw. It can end It said re- replayed if draw, yeah. Yeah, I'll go 1-1. One, one. Final results, yeah. results only. Yeah. One all. Bring one, it back one. to Madison Heights. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where we met Big Perth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Biggers Wade, 3 nil. Right. West Ham beat Brighton for the first time in the Premier League and the first time since 2012 when they won 6-0 in the Championship. Can you name any of their goal scorers? Ricardo Vazte. How many are you going to credit him with? Oh, he's oh, he definitely, yeah. He was, he was their hero. I'll give you year. a clue. Six goals were scored. One was a known goal. So you've got five. You've got five goal scorers. You've got five goals to name. Okay. Vazte scored twice. Hat-trick. Oh, hat trick! Okay, two one, more. Got one's you. an own goal. Yeah, so you've you got four. Okay, oh, I couldn't. Vazte. They're the left back. McCart McCartney. No, is that he's a player though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah George. He, yeah, George McCartney. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely that era, wasn't he? Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Colton Cole. Yep. Yes. One more. I've got to go with a West Ham legend, Mark Noble. Close. Oh, Kevin Nolan. Yep. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Only because of, obviously, Noble, Nolan. Oh, I like it. Very, very well done. That was good, wasn't it? And there's yeah. no, you can check my phone, check my laptop. There's no, there's <laughs> you no. You want to check his history. Yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 if you understand that reference. <laughs> um, yeah, you can check check my history if you want. But yeah, there's no, there's no Google search. <laughs> Very <laughs> impressed. I thought you might struggle. That was good, though. Yeah, West Ham. That team, the their promotion team, was like OG, OG West Ham. If you got Vaztaus, right, you got three, and then yeah. the other two are not going to use the words legends, but yeah, yeah, well known, iconic names. of that era yeah. of the of that championship team that went straight back up. Yes, exactly that. Vaztay was championship streets. Won't forget. Yeah, got a player, only that 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 era. Yeah, that very good. well done. Like it. Very nice. well done. Was that home or was that at Brian? At home, yeah. Oh. Mm. At the bowling. 
And the bowling. Oh, yeah. Or up to par. I don't know why they called it that. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. very good. Very right. Good. Um, another end to another episode. Episode 60. 60 is good. 60's up. Solid. 60's Solid. up. We've done 30 since my old Matt Jarvis was here. Yes. No, it's, yeah, it's did all right. Just oh. keep plugging away. So we'll have an episode up for you guys next week. And then we'll take a one-week break for the international break. Uh-huh. And we'll be back... So what will that be? The third, fourth? I think it's the 18th. No. Yes, it'll be the 18th because I'll have just returned from Malon 5's stag. Mm. Yes, the goat. Maybe I'll have an even more coarse voice then. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of Dinkle Argo over there. Yes. That'll be good. Very good. Yeah. And you'll be come back from your trip. Yeah, I'm down in Cornwall for yeah. a week, so... So... Um, it'll be nice. We'll put this podcast out uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning for you guys mm. and... Again, share, like, subscribe, leave your comments and I hope you'll enjoy. And we'll see you in a week or so. Stay loyal. Stay loyal.